Hi, I'm Don Mackey, and welcome to the Pathways to Rural Prosperity podcast. This show is focused on providing strategies to empower community success and vitality. Each episode will feature interviews with cutting-edge rural development thought leaders and community practitioners, remarkable entrepreneurs from business, government, and nonprofits, and by sharing the learnings of E2 entrepreneurial ecosystems. Connect with me, learn more about E2, and subscribe to this show at energizingentrepreneurs.org. Welcome to this episode of Pathways to Rural Prosperity. This is Don Mackey with E2 Entrepreneurial Ecosystems by Network Kansas, and I will be your host for today's podcast. Welcome, Amara. Thank you for having me today. You bet. And today, folks, we're going to be talking about Network Kansas and their Youth Entrepreneurship Challenge, an amazing initiative throughout Kansas. But we'll also be talking about Venture Dash, a resource that's available throughout the United States through Network Kansas. And so we'll touch on both of those. And so as is our custom with these podcasts, I always like to have our guests share a little bit about your journey that brought you to this work today. You serve as the director of the E-Communities Partnership, but you're very much involved with YEC for short. That stands for Youth Entrepreneurship Challenge and Venture Day. So Share a little bit with our listeners your story and your background and this work that you are doing, and then we'll dig into both of these resources. Sounds great. Thank you so much. So my name is Amara Kniep, and I actually began my career with Network Kansas actually 11 years ago. So I've been fortunate to be involved with Network Kansas for a very long time. I actually started working here when I was a college student. I worked part-time in our referral center, which is now called um, our Impact Investment Center. And I worked there until I graduated. And I did actually leave for a little while. I spent about a year and a half working in workforce development at the Kansas Department of Commerce. So that was a really good experience for me. And then after a little while, I had left Network Kansas just because there was only part-time work and I wanted to work full-time. So after a while, Network Kansas kept growing. It was relatively new when I started, and we've grown a lot over the years. So finally, a full-time position came available, and I interviewed and was ultimately selected for that, and it was a product manager of the community program. So I was hired in 2016 full-time, and my main function back then was to work with and oversee the YEC series and help grow that across Kansas. So I've been involved with YEC for a very long time, a long number of years, and kind of grown through the ranks in the company throughout those years since 2016 to now be the director of programming. So overseeing all programming and the development of Venture Dash. So it's been a very fulfilling career and I've really enjoyed working with Network Kansas. And where in Kansas are you based? Just so our audience has an idea of the geography. Yes, I am based out of Wichita, which is also where I grew up. Great. Our listeners, we've done podcasts before about Network Kansas. We've done a case study of Network Kansas. Our good friend Del Gines, formerly with the Federal Reserve Bank of Kansas City and now with the International Economic Development Council, did his PhD thesis on Network Kansas. So share a little bit about Network Kansas, just to remind our audience, and the eCommunity Partnership, because those are both in their own rights, significant information for folks to look into. So if you would. Yeah, I'm happy to. So Network Kansas was established by the Kansas Economic Growth Act of 2006. 
as a resource to help connect entrepreneurs throughout our state to expertise, economics, and education. And so we do that through a couple different ways. We have loan programs. We have educational programs through the e-community partnership. Then we also have our Impact Investment Center, which will refer people to free nonprofit resources that they can use for business growth. The e-community partnership was established in 2007. So that's when that program kicked off. And e-community is a community who is dedicated to growing their local entrepreneurial network. And the Selective Communities partner with Network Kansas to do two things. They offer a revolving loan fund to local entrepreneurs. It's locally controlled and operated. And then they also offer programming. So educational entrepreneurship programming, such as our board certified programs, of which YEC is one of those. And since 2007, we've grown the program quite a bit. There are now 69 e-communities across the state. Well, and I think it's important for our audience to understand that Network Kansas, in a lot of ways, is the largest at scale statewide entrepreneurial ecosystem strategy in the United States. And one of the things that you might talk a little bit about is your e-communities program is not just rural. It is also in some of the larger cities in Kansas. And so share a little bit about your reach with the e-communities program before we go deeper into YEC and Venture Dash. Sure. So historically, we have operated largely within rural communities. But we, like you said, we do have e-community presence in both rural and urban communities. So some of the smallest counties population-wise in Kansas are e-communities, and then some of the communities with the largest population as well. So places like we have a Wichita urban e-community, also Kansas City. Does that answer your question? Yeah, I think it's just important because our audience is predominantly rural, but we do have folks who are working in ecosystem building in larger cities. And so I think it's useful to say, okay, there's some pretty interesting stuff going on in Kansas City, Kansas, and in Wichita, and Topeka. I, I know Lawrence is involved, I believe. And so some of the larger urban communities in Kansas are also part of this initiative. Let's get into our topic, and that is the Youth Entrepreneurship Challenge. Share a little bit about the background, but also this seems to be a real energizing activity for communities that participate, not only their young people, but leaders and educators in those communities. So share with our audience a little more about YEC, its history, and it generates fun. When I see you guys uh, with your Twitter and, and your other social media postings, it always sounds like these are just great events. Yes, it's a great program. And our staff always does have a lot of fun at events. So we're very blessed to be involved with it. We actually just completed our 10th year of the YEC series. So this began in 2013-2014 academic year was the first year up in the corner of Northwest Kansas, which for anyone familiar with Kansas, it's a very rural part of our state. There was actually a handful of communities up there that were already engaged in a grassroots effort to grow youth entrepreneurship in their communities. And they basically asked Network Kansas to come check it out and see if this was a program that we could scale statewide. So uh, we're always looking for pilot programs and other initiatives to take on. So we did that and thought it was a great program. The first year, so that 2013-2014 year, there was five competitions, five communities, 
And that culminated in a regional championship up in Northwest Kansas. And then the next year, we were able to grow it a little bit and add Southeast Kansas. And then there was two regional championships. Then third year, we were finally able to get that statewide. And it's just been growing and growing ever since. So like I said, we just wrapped up our 10th season. The first year, there was 48 students that were participating. And this year, there was actually over 1,100 students that participated statewide. Yeah, it's really neat. And this is primarily a business plan competition. And what grades? So it is for middle and high school students, 6th through 12th grade. And then if I remember correctly, when you have your statewide gathering, that's in partnership with Kansas State University, or at least it has been in the past, if I remember right? Yes, yes. Every year we have a state championship. It's called the Kansas Entrepreneurship Challenge, and it's held in partnership with K-State. So we actually just completed that on April 20th. The state championship was held at K-State University. It's just a really exciting, really cool day. So, of course, other folks are watching. We know that the folks are looking at YEP or YEC. I'm going to get it right. Youth Entrepreneurship Challenge in Minnesota. We've got folks in Oregon that are looking at it. We've got communities in Nebraska that are now looking at it. Why do you think this whole process is so much fun, but it also not only benefits the young people who participate, but it seems to juice up the communities that are hosting the competitions? Share a little bit about maybe some stories that have particularly caught your eye of individuals and communities that have been part of YEC. Yeah, I'd be happy to. So I think it's really fun just because you get to see the kids' creativity And it's easy to teach, I would say easier to teach kids the entrepreneurial mindset than adults because they don't have as many constraints on their thinking. So we try to teach them to see problems as opportunities and look for needs that they can fill or problems that they can solve in their community. We have seen some really cool stories. There was a particular student that I always think of. Her name was Jade Artzer. So she was actually based out of Goodland, Kansas, up in that northwest corner. She had a product that was called Made by Jade, which is actually a simple bread mix that you could take and bake at home. And she actually started this business and she would enter her local YC event every year from middle her middle school years, like through high school. So she would come back and every year she'd make improvements to her business and keep growing it so that she could show the growth. She actually ended up selling her product across Kansas, across that I-70 corridor. Then when it came time for her to graduate from high school, she ended up selling her business, which helped her pay for her college tuition. So that that's just a really cool story that I always think of. Yeah. I mean, I think part of this, and I'd be curious about your thoughts on it, is as we're growing up, and it's been a while since I've been at that stage in my life, but the emphasis is on, okay, what kind of career do you want to have? What kind of schooling do you need to pursue that career? And in a lot of ways, the Youth Entrepreneurship Challenge opens up the door to think about, well, maybe that career track is to actually create, buy, grow a business, become that entrepreneur as a career versus I'm going to go work for this company or for the federal government, uh, which are, again, are all great options, but it opens up entrepreneurship as a career option. Have you seen that kind of happening over the 10 years with YEC? Yes. Yeah, that's a great point. It does teach students that entrepreneurship is a viable career path, and it's a lot of 
students haven't really considered that. I would say from my experience working with them, or they don't really have a proper understanding at first of what an entrepreneur is. When you say entrepreneur, maybe they think of somebody like Mark Zuckerberg or Jeff Bezos as, you know, this mega company. They're not really thinking about the local butcher, for example, as an entrepreneur or like a plumber or somebody who has a skill that they've turned into a business. So it kind of expands their definition in their mind. A lot of kids also tend to think that they have to move away to a bigger place in order to become more successful. So this kind of challenges their preconceived notions about that. It shows them that they can be successful in their hometowns um, in a rural setting and that they have this wide open space of options that they can accomplish through entrepreneurship. Yeah, I mean, it reminds me recently through the E3 initiative in in Nebraska that Network Kansas is part of, uh, stands for Energizing Entrepreneurial Ecosystems. We had a gathering of all of the communities that are building ecosystems. And we were back in my high school hometown of Ogallala, Nebraska, out in western Nebraska, and we toured businesses. And Ogallala is really looking at some kind of youth program, and they're looking at uh, YEC as a model And we visited several businesses downtown, and one was a young woman, had a family, but she had started this dress and gift store in Main Street. And it was really interesting because she had had some experiences younger in her life that kind of opened that door, had her thinking about. But when she talked about it, it was not only just making some money. But she felt like she was revitalizing, helping revitalize the Main Street, which was important to the community. It was also a way to be engaged and have flexibility so that she could raise her kids and work with her husband who was in agriculture. And those are some of the considerations, I think, when folks go into entrepreneurship that it allows you to do something kind of neat, but also maybe do something for the community and fit the kind of lifestyle that you want to live. Have you seen that in the competition as folks explore this balance of life and work and and what your spouse maybe is doing? Oh, definitely. And that does remind me of something that we've seen a couple of teachers do. We're lucky to have a lot of great teacher champions involved, teachers that are really passionate about the program and youth entrepreneurship. And one thing that some of them have done is what we call empty building tours. So maybe they'll take the kids on a tour of Main Street and show them the empty buildings there, talk about what businesses exist in the community already, and try to really get them to think about what problems exist in their communities that they could solve or what needs are there that are still unfilled that they could fill. So it just tries to get them thinking about those types of things in the community. Absolutely. Opening those doors and and realizing that this could be a pathway that allows you to have a great life and make a little money. We all got to do that. (laughs) But also contribute to the community by having a business that's important to the community's offerings. Well, let's pivot a little bit and talk about Venture Dash. And so first, if you could kind of describe what Venture Dash is and how it came about. Then we'll talk a little more about how folks who are interested in some kind of business plan competitions, uh, because Venture Dash can be obtained for folks outside of Kansas, right? Yes, that is true. So tell us about it. So Venture Dash is what we call the best way to run a business competition. It's basically a one-stop shop for all of your resources for creating, managing, executing 
a business competition from start to finish. So it's got a lot of different resources in there, like a built-in timeline. It's got templates for like judging executive summaries and formal presentations, things like that. You can send surveys and announcements to participants. You can gather all of your entries in one place. And then judges can actually score in the platform so that it calculates a winner for you. And how this came about is that Network Kansas has a lot of experience through YEC with running these youth entrepreneurship competitions. And one year before our partnership with K-State, we actually ran our own state championship. So we kind of got to see how all of the challenges that go into running an event, especially with a larger scale event, it was a lot of plugging a ton of papers to the competition and then passing them out, having the judges score on paper, gathering all of those, tallying them up by hand, those kinds of things. So we really thought that there had to be a better way. And so we decided to develop a tool on our own. Initially, we just developed it in-house. We had an employee that had some technical skills and made kind of the precursor to VentureDash, which we called the YEC portal. And communities really enjoyed using it. We offered it to e-communities that were participating in our YEC program. They really enjoyed using it. It eventually grew to the point where the demand was greater than what we could offer. So we ended up hiring a local software developer based out of Wichita called Moonbase Labs to develop VentureDash for us. And now we do offer that nationwide. And it doesn't have to just be for youth competitions. It could really be used for any type of business competition, Shark Tank style competition, those types of things. And so how could folks, because again, this is a product, uh, a service that Network Kansas has developed. And so I know there's some other places that are contracted or acquired access to this tool. Maybe share a little bit about how folks can obtain VentureDash, what kind of support comes with it, maybe some cost information, just so our viewers have a bit of an idea. And then if they're interested, they can always, I assume, reach out to you for more information specific to their needs and wants. Yes. So the website is goventuredash.com. All of the information is on there. We do actually have a couple different options. So a single competition is $1,200 to use the platform. Support is available, but there are lots of video tutorials and other things on there that make the site pretty user-friendly. So we've had a lot of people just set up a competition and go through on their own, but they can always reach out for support if they need it. Another thing that's neat is that you can actually build an account on the website, build your event for free just to kind of see what it does and how to set everything up. You pay when you're ready to publish it and make it public and start getting those user entries into your events. The other option that we have is we actually market the Venture Dash Challenge, which is basically kind of a YEC style package for other states. So if it comes with five competitions on the platform and for consulting hours, as well as a manual and other marketing materials for 2,500. So again, all of this information is on the website, goventuredash.com, or people are free to reach out to me directly. So it's akineep at networkkansas.com, or you can also use the email hello at goventuredash.com. And of course, we'll be sharing some information, these web links, your information as part of the posting of this podcast. And so as I shared with you when we were getting ready to do this, the time goes fast. We need to wrap up this edition of Pathways to Rural Prosperity. But any final thoughts before we kind of walk through the resources that will be available? 
and we close out for this edition. Well, I hope you check out the website, Network Kansas and Venture Dash. If you have questions, I hope you reach out directly. For Venture Dash, we do sometimes offer flexible pricing for nonprofits or those types of organizations. So always feel free to reach out. I'm happy to discuss that with you. Great. Well, thank you so much for being my guest today. I appreciate it. And also, thanks for the great work that you and the team have done with Youth Entrepreneurship Challenge and Venture Dash. It's an amazing experience and resource. So thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I've really enjoyed it. Great. So folks, as we wrap up today, uh, some resources. Remember, our resources at E2 are available through our website, energizingentrepreneurs.org. There's a whole set of free resources there that you can access. We invite you to reach out if you have questions through our National Practitioners Network. And of course, on our website, we have topical theme pages that identify all of the guides and resources that we have, as well as podcasts that highlight. So there's some podcasts we'll share that go deeper on Network Kansas and the e-communities program. We've had Steve Radley and Eric Peterson and others from Network Kansas as guests before. Specific to this podcast, we're going to be sharing some information on Network Kansas. We'll also be sharing information on the Youth Entrepreneurship Challenge and Venture Day. So those will be part of the release and look for those information. And so, again, thank you for being my guest today. And folks, all our best to you, our listeners, and your efforts to grow a stronger rural America, one community at a time. And remember with these resources, if you're in those larger cities, this could be valuable to you as well. So thanks and take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Pathways to Rural Prosperity podcast. Head on over to energizingentrepreneurs.org where you can subscribe to this podcast and tap into more than 25 years of field experience from E2 Entrepreneurial Ecosystems. I'm Don Mackey, and I'll see you next time on Pathways to Rural Prosperity podcast. Mm-hmm.